Blog Talk Radio. Essentially, a tomato can here, a roll of there, 
and a can of juju beans. I mean, the thing is that they like they gave up what was a rookie buddy held, um, Tyreek Evans, Langston Galloway. Yeah. Twenty seventeen first round, you know, yeah, like like basically they received those those four guys and this to a twenty seventeen first round and this and this in the second rounder. Yeah. Basically, they just gave away Boogie Cousins and and they also threw in this cat Amari Cassidy as well. But it is what it is, guy. They they gave away Boogie Cousins for 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 nothing. I mean, the, the thing is that the the uh, the uh, Kings owner, um, whatever his name is. Some reason it's reportedly thinks that Buddy Hell could be the next Stephen Curry, which I find laughable. <laughs> and that's a, that's why the, the one of the reasons why the Kings are such a such a dumpster fire. Now I used to think that my Knicks were a dumpster fire. These are not this bad, but just, just just give me your point of view of this trade. Should I should I have should I give Vlade Divas the GM? Of the, in the front office of, of, of the Sacramento Kings, a little bit, you know, should I give them a little bit of the, of the benefit of the doubt, or is this really the, the most one-sided trade in NBA history and and arguably sports history? Well, if this is the most one-sided trade in sports history, um, one can say yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and still say no because, of course, we, every a lot of times we we love being uh, victims of the moment. And I haven't done the research yet to check and see actually if if it is so. But let's just say this: um, for those mm-hmm. who have seen this, uh, the, the, the trade is so one-sided that you can't do it in NBA 2K17. That's right. They would. So, <laughs> when I saw that, I died laughing. I thought that was hilarious. That of course people yeah. would try to do this trade and, and they couldn't do this trade. But. Um, right. Wow, as, as for Vladi, I've always been a little leery of of uh, uh, NBA players, or at least NBA All-Stars who, who have become, gone on to become GMs, with the exception of, of uh, uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird is the one I, in recent years I can think of. Um, Danny Ainge, who, too. Actually, and they, well, yeah, I forgot. They, that's right, Danny Ainge. Um, and yeah. those two guys in recent years who, who have done it and done it well, um, God, I was, eh, no, that's post them. So, yeah, I, I guess you can't even necessarily count Mitch Kupchak either. Well, uh, as you see, he was uh, shown the door recently too. But with this deal, it's just, I don't know if you saw this too, but uh, according to reports, uh, Sacramento actually had a better deal like a couple of days prior that they turned down you know, I bet what to the take deal was. this deal. You know, I, I didn't see what it was. was. We'll get to this in a what moment. Was it? We'll get to it in a moment, but okay. I'll see you a little bit. It had to do with the Lakers. We'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, but <laughs> it it, you're right. It, it was it was interesting because uh, um, when, when I received the call first, this was from my sister yeah. out, out on the West Coast, and that was around maybe yeah. uh, uh, midnight Saturday night of doing the um, All Star game. Well, that's the game itself, but um, or was it the game? Was it Sunday when they made the announcement, or was it Saturday? It was. It was. It was. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. It was, it was Sunday. Sunday. Night. It was after the All Star game. Yeah, that's right. It was Sunday night because I, I saw right before the All Star game around seven thirty Eastern time that it was pushing booby. Only to get a call at, at midnight that he's he's been sent away. 
So I just thought that that was odd, and, and, and I guess so did Boogie because he said that was the thing that hurt the most was the fact that he's helping trade. He had no idea what was – well, he, he was told that he wasn't going to be shipped, and they ended up shipping him anyway. But the the the, 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 the Buddy Hile being the next Steph Curry thing, and of course that's questionable and, and it's laughable, but my thing is this. He could be the next, next Steph Curry. But you know no. what? No, 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 listen to me. He just, he might okay. be. The thing is, even if he is the next Steph Curry, they don't have Clay Thompson or Jamal Green, so it doesn't even matter. Right. Matter of fact, they, bet they don't even have, um, 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 who's the, the head coach? Uh, 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 I see his face. Well, you know who I'm saying. They don't, they don't have the, the coaching staff of the Sacramento. So you can right. have the next Steph Curry, it means absolutely nothing if you don't have the other pieces that surround Steph Curry to make Steph great. So, once again, I always say to people, Halle uh, uh, Berry may have the best vagina in the world. I'll never know, and they'll never know, because they don't have what they need to make this do the, the, the next Steph Curry. So, who, who knows? Oh, that's hilarious. That's, that's, that's class. That's probably the most classic quote I've heard. So you get the award, the early running for the quarter of 2017, right there. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. Running, yes, I, God bless you, life for that visual especially. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> so now you have Boogie in New Orleans and yes. Anthony Davis, two of the top three or four big men in the league right now. And the thing is that I, I, I think that this will work out well. Because one thing they respect each other, like, like they're both Kentucky boys, like you know, uh, like from their uh, Kentucky Wildcat days. Even though they never played yeah. together, they came in a year apart. But the thing is, the respect factor is there. B, Boogie is not the best. It's going to a team where he won't be the best player. That'll be Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. And 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 and, and like 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 in third, you know, um, they complement each other. What I mean by that. They both are not solely low post guys. They can take you anywhere from the floor. Andy exactly. Davis has done a hell of a job developing his outside shots. He, he, he's a decent three point shooter as well as Boogie Cousins. Say what you mm-hmm. want to do about Boogie's attitude and his petulance, but dude has worked his behind off since coming in from Kentucky. He's he he has an all around game, man. He can get you rebounds. He's a great passer for a big mm-hmm. team. He shoots thirty six percent for three point range, mm-hmm. and he can and he has he's old school. He has a mid range game. He can take you a turnaround jump. Yes, yes, like like he has go to shots. And I and, 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 and like for that reason, I don't think those two cats will claw the will call the lane from each other. I think one would be on the perimeter, one would be down low, and vice versa. I think that they can just they, it's just so much versatility right now. The thing is. Is that New Orleans? They have no business finishing no worse than AC. They are two games out of the AC right now, as I as I understand it. And if Alvin Gentry, who's well respected head coach, if he doesn't if he doesn't do well with this bunch, man, I don't think he should be allowed to coach for a while. I mean, like for <laughs> short calls. I mean, because I think that New Orleans has a very good thing going. And you know what? The coolest part is. Boogie's under contract through next season. So yes. if they decide that Boogie's not worth the trouble, they could just break him off 
and not worry about losing a whole hell of a lot. So it's a exactly. win-win. Boogie gets a fresh start, plays with one of his boys, Nancy D. Davis, and New Orleans got got bet overnight. Basically, they they allowed they loaded some trash off the bench, and that's it, man. They 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 look to be a team on the rise now. So, do you think that Boogie could coexist with Nancy D. Davis, or am I mean, just dreaming? Uh, no, you're not dreaming. And um, I will say this: I, I actually misspoke last night on um, on CC Sports. We did discuss this for for a brief moment uh, in terms of the, mm-hmm. the deal itself, where I, I said that you know the, it was kind of odd that they made this deal, knowing that you know the NBA is moving to to towards stretch four to stretch five, completely forgetting that Anthony Davis has developed an outside jump shot, and that Boogie is is shooting at least. Uh, well, pretty close to forty percent from from uh, from the three point line, which makes this dangerous. I was, you know, thinking mm-hmm. that you know they they were looking to go old school with this because we haven't seen a, 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 a front court this strong in, in a while. Actually, you know what the odd thing is this is very reminiscent to the Sacramento Kings, with the exception that Anthony Davis is a whole lot better than Divac. So that's why I'm, I'm like, why? Why would you make this? I don't. They must really just didn't want uh, 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 the Marcus on that squad. And, and my my thing is, I want to see what Drew Holiday now does in this situation, and, and also this bench, because that's going to be mm-hmm. the thing. I, I think that's going to be the weak link right now for the, for the Pelicans, and also whether or not. Uh, uh, Alvin Gentry, who people say is an offensive genius, can actually show this. You know, if, yeah. if, if he's going to be capable of, you're right, at least making this team an eight seed. I don't see them getting higher than the seventh. If I remember correctly, the seventh seed is, right. is uh, OKC. And, um, yeah. you know, even with uh, KD being gone, I, I still have respect for OKC. But it will be interesting to see whether or not uh, 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 New Orleans can at least catch them because they're going to catch uh, the, the the current AC right now because it was a game and a half back. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to go yeah, ahead I think and, and Denver or or it's Denver. Well, but okay, good. That's why I thought Denver. Yeah, yeah, it's Denver that's that that has the AC, and Portland right. is the team that that's sandwiched in between the, the two of them. So I, I can see mm-hmm. them uh, leapfrog in Portland and, and getting to Denver. That I, I see that easily. Um, but so it'll, it'll be interesting to see these two guys playing uh, in, in the same front court, man. It, we, because we, we we haven't seen anything like this in a very long time. We just, we just haven't. So should be special. Um, it should be special. It'll be very I'm special. Forward, so I, I think those two cats will hit off well. I I mm-hmm. really think that. Uh, you know, they have nothing. I mean, what does New Orleans have to lose? They they got the second star. And I think there's more, speaking of New Orleans, I think there's a sign to, to Andy Davis that we want to win. We want to build around yeah. you. We're serious about mm-hmm. this stuff. And I think that they're taking a page, possibly a page, possibly out of OKC. It's just that there's quote-unquote small market, even though I, New Orleans is a major league town as far as, I, as, far as, as I'm concerned. Uh, it's a hot tourist destination, the whole nine. 
I, I think they're very serious about this now, and I, that's a sign to to Andrew Davis say, "Hey, we're in it to win it, yo." So don't worry about going anywhere. Don't worry about forcing a trade. This is it. So you know what though? The beginning for 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 New Orleans with 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 this trade, and and it's good for them. I think that it's going to be more important to try to convince Cousins that this is what we're doing here in New Orleans and that we need yeah. you to stay and so that we need to yeah. build around the two of you guys. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if Davis goes, okay, he, he'll end up forcing the trade to go. This Cousins is the guy that, that's, bring, that's new to the situation, the ability to leave at the next year. So, mm-hmm. and, the, and the malcontent in this situation that, that uh, historically, even though he's talking very positive now, he's the one that has the history of, 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 of getting into it with coaches, teammates, and reps. He's the one that, that has the short contract. You know, he's the one that, that's basically in control of his own situation right now um, in, in terms of how yes. much longer he decides he wants to stay in New Orleans. So, I think that he's going to be the guy that's going to have to convince more than, than Anthony Davis, because you know, I, I it, however it goes, uh, yeah. uh, cousins, that's the way Davis will go in, in, in this organization. With well, the, 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 their future. Yeah, and, and you mentioned something about Boogie's history with coaches and teammates and, and the refs, for that matter. Um, in the first. People would say that Boogie Cousins had, what, seven coaches in six years or the other way around. Either way, it spells dysfunction, no mm-hmm. no type of uh, uh, continuity. And they had George Carl, for Christ's sake, as one of those coaches. Yeah. That's the exact way it happened anyway. Because like, uh, remember that got out that George Carl wanted to trade Boogie before he even coached him for the first time? Um, yes. Of course. And of course, the dysfunctional front office is probably make anyone crazy. But to your point, the common denominator in all this is Boogie himself. So, mm-hmm. if he's in a better situation in New Orleans, again, playing with one of his boys, Nettie Davis, and for a better organization at that, then again, even the Knicks think that the Kings organization is crappy and, dysfunctional and, and it's dysfunctional. But if Boogie, this Boogie has to be very careful here because he's in danger of blackballing his way out of the league, if you know what I mean. He's, he's so talented, a 25 and 10 guy on a given night at least. But his attitude, he's shooting himself in the foot with his attitude. So I still have to ask you this question. Do you think Boogie, even this early in his career, do you think this is his, New Orleans is his last chance to prove that he is a winner and to prove that he's worth a max contract with any franchise? Because a lot, half the more than half the GMs being boogie uh, uh, radioactive. So is this is is it reasonable to say that even this early in his journey is this his last chance to really make it big and capitalize on his potential in the NBA? No, because he's 6'10", a 10 guy that can shoot the three-pointer. And mm-hmm. there's still at least one other guy in the league right now that I can name off the top of my head very quickly that really wants to play with Boogie, that goes by the name of John Wall here in D.C. And mm-hmm. it was kind of amazing to me that 
well, first and foremost, that the Wizards haven't made any move whatsoever. But or oh, maybe they have attempted to make moves, and, and the guys that they they uh, wanted to get uh, other organizations have made better deals to get them. But sure, John still wants to play with Boogie, and Boogie wants to play with John. As a matter of fact, it's been it's been reported as, as recently as a couple of months ago uh, when when Town mm-hmm. came to DC to play, and of course they asked Boogie about playing with his former Kentucky teammate, and he said he would love to do so, you know, regardless of where it's going to be. And now that we know that out of Sectel, that option can become anywhere now. So it's it, not to say that it, it, it's up to Boogie to, to prove that, you know, he's still a, a viable uh, commodity in this league. But they're, they're, they're wow, there are other teammates that potentially would like to play with them. And only if they, if they can somehow convince their GMs that he's, he's not that toxic enough to, to to bring in and, and play alongside of him, but if, as long as he keeps putting up the numbers that he's putting up at the height that he's he's, he's at right now, if he doesn't get any shorter, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine because even if even if half the teams in the league don't want him, there are fifteen others that that have discussed that they probably do. So, well, as the saying goes, when one all it takes is one. <laughs> all it takes is one. In this case, all it takes is one team, and you always have a spot in the NBA no matter how bad you have to. As long as you got the game, uh, you, you're pretty much straight. Um, so, news in the NBA. If the Rookie Cousins trade wasn't blockbuster enough, how about Magic Johnson returning to L.A. to run the Lakers? And, you know, <laughs> I, I wrote a blog post earlier today about that, saying that how – you know, because I know quite a few – I have quite a few good friends who are big friends of the Los Angeles Lakers, first of all. And all those cats are like – were just like dance, dance is dead. <laughs> I was trying to hear the news that not only that Matt Johnson had a basketball, basketball operations, but that former vice president Jim Buss got fired. They said that the, – the, I mean, the report said that he resigned, but he got fired. Yeah. He got fired. He and Mitch Kupchak got fired. And the thing is that I know this had it had to be tough for Jeannie Buss. You know, I think that's his, that's Jeannie's. I think that's Jim's big sister, Jeannie. Yeah, it um, is. Uh huh. And, and you know, the thing is that you know, the, like the pops, the late great Dr. Jerry Buss wanted Jim to run the show, but Jim was proven to be incompetent. That he designated Jeannie to come in, separate from the business side. And break, and break Jim off, which she finally did. It took her long enough. And again, I understand because that's her little brother. But hell, I mean, if I had, I mean, shoot, if my younger brother was working for me <laughs> and he, if he did the following moves, I'd fire his ass too. Check this out. What, what, uh, what, 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 what Jim Bruss said. This is just a nutshell list. You hired Mike Brown to replace Phil Jackson. Not mm-hmm. that, I guess, but Mike, that was right after Mike Brown got fired from Cleveland. I had Mike D'Antoni to replace the fire Brown instead of bringing back Phil Jackson. Even mm-hmm. though, like, uh, Dwight Howard, uh, 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 God, what's his name? Um, Paul Gasol, or as um, yeah. Chris Gasol would say, Kyle Gasol and Kobe Bryant wanted Jackson to come back. Jim Buss said, nah. He lets he go and probably get away because he can't stand Phil. 
And just by like that Tony uh, Spike says, and that's what arguably sent this franchise and down where Sparta is right now. Next, they drafted D'Angelo Russell, which I thought was hugely overrated coming out of Ohio State. And he mm-hmm. has the phone gate. Uh, <laughs> no, like, no use of, uh, of reliving that again. Gave Luol Deng and Timothy Moskov huge free agent contracts, which, mm-hmm. especially in the case of Moskov, just has me scratching my head. And remember I said that um, that he's earlier that uh, Vlade had a better trade offer? Yeah. This is where it gets bad. It's reported by many sources, and I think people have confirmed it, that Vlade offered a trade Cousins to L.A. for Brandon Ingram and some change. And they would not do it. They being oh, Jim wow. and Kupchak would not trade Brandon Ingram. That had to go. Those two cats had to go. And for what I understand from reading some, some reports, both Magic and Genie found out about that offer after the fact. They were found out after the fact, and they were left totally in the dark until Sacramento made the move with New Orleans. So, mm. you telling me that you wouldn't give a Brandon Ingram a rookie? I mean, I think he has a bright future, but nevertheless, a rookie for a 25 and 10 guy and DeMarcus Cousins? Really? Really? I question that, too. I really do. I question that, too. That's why they you have know, to go. Stupid, stupid for- crap like that. Jim Buck yeah. had to go. He had to go. You know what? It, it, it's probably be, it, it goes back to the reputation of of Demarcus Cousins, uh, and sure. he probably didn't want that headache in in, in the in, in that organization, which I kind of understand. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you still get that talent there, and this is an organization yeah. that we already know that that has been built around great centers or, or great uh, right. front court men. You bring in Cousins. Right. It's a possibility. Well, it's not, not a possibility, but that team gets better. It, it's a, it becomes a possibility if if he doesn't become a malcontent in L.A. that the team becomes a destination again because they have that that new centerpiece now. So, right. You know, uh, you're right. I, I'm I'm scratching my head on this too, on why that's why that uh, trade wasn't pulled because. Have you given me a situation like that here? Of course, I'm pulling the trigger, but you know I, I am a fan of of watching, uh, particularly watching Boogie and, and John Wall here in DC. But you know I'm not a GM either, too. So you know who, who am I to ask? But it, it's just sure. insane that that deal wasn't even made. I, I just find that to be uh, ludicrous. So I find it I mean, Chris Bridges. I really do. Can you imagine the likes of Magic and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Mentoring with your cousin. I mean, cousin already has game. Yeah. You imagine, I mean, I, I don't think Boogie was was with butt heads, who wants to butt heads with Magic and Kareem. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Um, and to your point, hell, I mean, LA would have gotten back some assets. I mean, and and, and plus. You know, with Magic being like running the show and these hiring some guys who actually know what the hell they're doing, which what yeah. any good executive would do, because Magic, yes, he's playful. He has a bunch of businesses he runs. He owns a Starbucks franchise, a couple of Starbucks franchises in L.A. 
at movie theaters throughout L.A., uh, part owner of the Dodgers. I mean, he's a successful businessman. I mean, he's made a transition. So why not bring in dudes who know what the, who, who know what the hell they're doing and look for Jerry West to come to come back to L.A.? I think Magic, like, uh, like because Jerry's contract with the Warriors as an advisor or, or whatever capacity then expires for this season. Oh, wow. Look for Magic to make a run for Jerry West to come back to L.A. where he belongs to work with, his, with Jerry West's son who's, I think, is assistant general manager right now or some role in player personnel. So look for Magic to cultivate that, that, that like, new culture, okay? And mm-hmm. he already moved out Lou Williams for some, I think, draft picks from Denver. And so what's going to happen is I think they own another, like, some other team's draft pick in addition to, to their own first-round draft pick. And both of them are going to be are bound to be lottery picks. So this is a deep draft that's coming up in, the, in like like in the summer, dude. And I just look for magic in them to make waves. Now I'm just going to backtrack for a minute here and go ahead to bring it for a second because I forgot to bring this up. As good as the trade was for New Orleans to get Boogie Cousins, I thought it'd be a better fit for Boogie to be in Boston. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Apparently, word on the street is that they tried to make a deal with Boston, but they wanted Marcus Smart and some, and some picks. And, you know, Marcus Smart is one of the best defenders Boston has. And I, I, in, 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 and I don't think that Danny Ainge wanted to give that up and rightfully so. I mean, Boston is 37-20. 37-20, by the way. They are yeah. damn good without bringing Very back. good. I'm just thinking that you know, come twelfth time, it's hard to believe that you could ride a five foot nine dude to the promised land and Isaiah Thomas. And, you know, you need a one big dude down low because let's face it, Al Horford Horford, while a nice player, he's not living up to his contract. Okay? He's not living up to his big money contract. So you need another person to bang down low with them and book cousins and, and, and open up the uh the space on the perimeter for well Horford because of Cousins' uh, uh, versatility. And I just think that that added 25 and 10 to Isaiah Thomas on the offensive end would free up shots for the aforementioned Horford and uh, uh, Marcus Smart. Shoot. Dude, Boston would have been. Oh, my. I mean, I mean, because Boston has the picks. Boston has, like, what, a thousand first-round draft picks? season. They got 5,411 first-round draft picks that they're just sitting on right now. There you um, go. But you, you had that, that all-star in uh, uh, Booby Cousins in that front court in the East right now. Um, yeah. It would have been very, very interesting. If they would have, in my personal opinion, would be that team that would be competing against Cleveland um, yeah. head up right now. And, and that would be without question. That would easily be without yeah. question. Yeah, um, most definitely. But it's, it's interesting that they weren't capable of making that deal, and I'm waiting to see if they're actually going to be able to pull the trigger and bring in, in Carmelo um, into Boston as well. That's That's been something that I've been reading that, that's been uh, discussed yeah. at least. It's been about so, social media. It's been about social media. So, um, yeah. you know what they say, if they talk about social media, it's bound to happen. 
So, <laughs> so there you go. Let's get you on this, man. We'll just bounce back to Magic right quick. I've mentioned Jerry West earlier being one of the few NBA stars to actually make the successful transition from player to front office exec. Mm-hmm. We had another one happen two seasons ago, unfortunately, at my expense of Phil Jackson. Running the coach currently running my team into the ground, my beloved Knicks to the ground. So I know that Magic's very busy. He's, 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 his plate is full of other stuff. Do you think he has the capability to be possibly on his way to becoming the next Jerry West? Because there was, there's only one Jerry West as far as Ford offenses are concerned. So will Magic be on his way to being a Jerry West, or will he be a, the next Phil Jackson or worse? Your opinion? Wow, that's. That's a fantastic question. Um, my thing is this, uh, and, and anything can happen. Uh, Buddy right. Hill can even be the next Steph Curry. Sorry to have to go back to that. I just thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> the thing is, if Magic brings in basketball-minded execs and allow them yeah. to do basketball-minded things, then yeah. he will be a great exec. If, as long as he stays out of the way. Matter of fact, that the best – Analogy I can think of off the top of my head that I can compare him to is he could do what Bruce Allen was thought to have been doing in Washington up until this offseason, mm. which is be the president, be the exec guy, be the the, the guy out front, be the, the the personality for the organization, but let right. the, 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 the minds make the minds decisions. And if he does the one thing that Bruce Allen apparently isn't doing right now, which is mm-hmm. don't let ego get in your way. If he can do yeah. all of that, he'll be a fantastic GM. The thing is, if he's the one that starts making decisions, because, of course, um, the new GM, I can't remember what his name is, but he's Kobe's former agent. If, if he starts yeah. getting in the way, and starts to make attempts at, 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 at making choices, then that's that's where the problem lies because I I don't see Magic as a as an evaluator of talent. I don't. Um, and and, and he should never it's be that guy job, that's bro. making the decision. It's exactly. It's a full time job. It takes a whole yeah. lot of time. Again, Magic's plate is full of other stuff. Very full. Um, yeah. Now, what I would say this is they – it's a glimmer of hope in the sense that Magic is known to delegate and delegate pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. So he's bringing in the dudes right now to help, you know, basketball guys and maybe, you know, in keeping uh, 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 Jerry West's son in the front office as well, hoping to get his dad back there. Um, that's a good start. And Magic, while he's honest in saying – he was honest in saying that he can't change – don't expect changes overnight in the, in, in the organization in the sense of going back to winning again because that's just not going to happen. I and mean, even even he said that that would be magic for real. But that's very realistic. At the same time, yeah, exactly. At the same time, he realized that's unrealistic and he's he's being honest about expectations. So that's a good start right there. So I I think that and I hate quoting Skip Bayless, but <laughs> it's a, I think it's a new I I I think. Um, it's 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 pretty much like a new day for LA Land and happy days are here again. That's what's the exact quote. Well like for Lake Nation and for your sister as well. And so <laughs> I I think they can only go but up. I, I think this is a hell of a move by the Lakers and 
Sure, it came a few years too late, but better late than never, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, man, thanks a lot for joining me, man. We'll, I'm sure once the, once the trade deadline wraps up, we're going to be talking some more about NBA trades next week, man. Got to love the hot stove so That's the NBA trade deadline. So, thanks a lot, man. Not a problem. You know it gets real hot the day of the trade deadline, so that's what I'm waiting on. I know, right? I, I, I'll be I'll be glued to Twitter and ESPN.com for that. So exactly. All right. right. That's that's my guy Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on Sleeper Radio every Tuesday night on Blog Talk Radio, and please check out his blog, The Yard slash HBCU Sports. This is crazy, man. The NBA trade a lot. There's gonna be more stuff going on. I can feel it. I'm pretty sure Melo's gonna be moved. And other players may be moved, so stay tuned, y'all. But anyway, until then, thank you for tuning in to the Clown Out of the Scott Burke Center Off. Oh, six, y'all. Good night. <laughs>